A very warm welcome to all my listeners who have tuned in to listen to another episode of Insider's Talk with New Entrepreneurial Journey. So let's dive in. I have with me Mr. Vivek Banka and Mr. Abhishek Puglia, founders and brainchild of Goldteller, an AI-backed online personal finance platform that allows users to plan, simulate, guide, monitor, and track all their financial goals from cradle to grave. So the objective is to ensure a 360-degree financial planning for users, which we will know more about it in the coming segment. So first of all, welcome to Insider's Talk, and it is great to have both of you on our show and discuss your journey on how you reached till Goldteller and how you were able to nurture it. And um, before we talk about Goldteller, I would like to start with my first segment to know more about you and your journey. So if you both can share your journey before Goldteller came into your picture. Yeah, thank you, Andna. So I'll speak about my journey first and then maybe Abhishek can chime in about his. So uh, I have been in the financial services industry for the last couple of decades, started working at my family stock working outfit based out of Calcutta from you know late 90s, which is 1999, 2000 onwards. Worked there for around uh, three years, 2003. I left Calcutta to you know come to Bangalore where I started my own wealth management firm uh, called Bullseye Investments. I did that for two years. Then, then I moved on to BNP Paribas, the French uh, bank, where I headed their private banking division for Karnataka and Hyderabad for uh, until 2010. 2010, I moved on to IFL Wealth, where I set up the Bangalore practice for IFL Wealth. And I was there until 2016 odd. Uh, 2016, I left IFL Wealth Management and started my own uh, wealth tech firm called uh, Altior Capital. Altior Capital was essentially a platform which had a proprietary algo-based uh, you know, technology which helped large family offices analyze their net worths across all their asset classes. So family offices are essentially the personal investment office of large high net worth individuals, typically more than $100 million and above of net worth. Uh, Altior subsequently got sold off sometime in November 2018 to IFL Wealth. I had a 15-month uh, transition period, and uh, post which I left IFL Wealth again and started Gold Teller sometime last June. And Abhishek joined us approximately eight ten months as eight ten eight ten months back as a co-founder. And me and Abhishek have known each other very well and have been friends from IFL Wealth days. Yeah, so that's about it from my side. Uh, Abhishek, over to you. Yeah, uh, thank you, Vivek. So, uh, you know, I have always been in financial services industry, started with banking. Uh, I was with ICC Bank in the analytics division to start with, uh, like that space, but, you know, got few ideas around uh, what I was doing there. And uh, with a friend of mine, I started a small venture in insurance. Uh, yeah, we were quite, uh, we did it in a quite unplanned way. And we kind of, uh, you know, had to shut it down because we didn't even plan for the funding properly. And at that time, you know, VC funding was not, uh, you know, available the way it is available right now. And uh, post that I have worked mostly in uh, wealth management, including in ICC Bank and IFL Wealth. Uh, I quit IFL Wealth in 2018 and joined a friend and batchment of mine to start a venture in uh, <clears throat> activity, BTL activities in marketing. And the idea was to build a B2B platform around that. Uh, sometime just around the beginning of uh, the COVID pandemic, we decided to shut it down because, you know, uh, uh, one of the core of the businesses was uh, branding in stores. And uh, with the pandemic, uh, that was something which was uh, rapidly getting curtailed. Uh, post, uh, you know, we shut down that business. Uh, I was anyway in touch with Vivek all through, and uh, we have been discussing, uh, you know, uh, plans related to what. Uh, we want to do and when I figured what uh, Vivek was uh, planning to do with Coltailer, I really like that and because that is something which is close to my heart uh, given that uh, you know I have been in um, uh, wealth management all through and I somehow felt that uh, uh, the clients and investors uh, need a much more holistic approach and much much more unbiased approach and that's what uh, you know Vivek was looking to 
uh, do. So uh, I joined him and uh, that's, uh, that's it. That's lovely. So two friends came together to start Goalteller, I believe, right? Yes, that's right. Oh, wow. So I, I truly believe then the chemistry is right there for the co-founders to, you know, work together and gel well to get the idea and the notion moving into a company. So I, I would really like to understand, like, you know, uh, what what kind of, uh, like, you know, how did you get the idea of Goalteller? Was it something that you were facing with personally or uh, while talking to many people, you got the idea? So what was the concept behind getting that idea? Way back in 2016, I mean, not way back, but yeah, 2016, when I left IFL and started Altior Capital, I, uh, you know, had this massive Excel sheet, which I worked on, where uh, I... Uh, you know, did a lot of permutation combinations as to how long my personal wealth will last, you know, whether I should take the plunge into doing something on my own, you know, and, you know, hundreds of such things. So the Excel was very complex. And despite coming from a financial background, it was not easy for me. Uh, that's the time when I realized that, yes, there has to be a, an easier way for uh, individuals to take basic decisions of their lives. And that's how Goldteller was, uh, you know, uh, seeded, but uh, mm -hmm. needless to say, that was only an initial thought. And now, Volteller is much, much more expensive in its, uh, you know, reach in terms of what it it offers. So, Volteller essentially, as it's come along over the last 12, uh, 14 months, the intent is to eradicate all kinds of human biases while giving individuals investment advice, lifestyle advice, and security advice. Mm -hmm. So these are the three tenets that we follow at Goldteller, and uh, which we believe that if every individual attends to these three, I think uh, I think his job is largely done in terms of, uh, as I said, securing him and his family and managing his investments better and ensuring that all his life uh, goals are met. Mm -hmm. and, so, so goal teller is not just uh, about financial uh, goals of a person, or it is an overall whatever uh, they want to do, they can use this uh, tool. Well, every everything which has finance directly mm -hmm. or indirectly dependent on it. So, let's say, as I said, if I want to right. start my own business, if I want to get my kids higher education in, you know, overseas, or if I have to retire, you know, it could be anything, right, from wedding to getting a child to you know even a divorce i think <laughs> every every single element has to be covered yeah but that's the hard truth that you know i mean you know both uh, people have to be prepared for any exigencies correct. in life correct that is true so uh, abhishek like you said you came in a little later so what is uh, what kind of attracted you towards uh, goalteller when vivek shared it with you uh uh, the uh, few things which I have always, uh, you know, uh, found uh, which attracted me were, you know, kind of advice that needs to be given to the people or mm -hmm. investors who come onto our platform. Uh, that needs to be much more uh, uh, unbiased and free of conflict. And while I was, you know, after my last venture, we closed it down. I, you know, I was kind of uh, getting updated with things happening in the wealth management industry. SEBI kind of released the investment advisory regulations and I really liked the, you know, the final uh, regulations which came out. The point was that it was clearly communicated and if, you know, it really want, we also really want the users to know that uh, investment advisors are much more, uh, are completely free of conflict compared to your usual distributor or your usual advisor who claims to be an advisor but actually is a distributor. They are conflicted by the fees they're earning from the manufacturer. And I have seen that as an experience in my entire, uh, you know, uh, professional career, as well as when I interact with close family friends and uh, who come and seek advice on financial matters. And I see the kind of products that have been sold. That's been, uh, you know, uh, those are the things which have always kind of perplexed me. And when I heard from Vivek what he's setting out to do, I thought that this is a complete and holistic picture of... Uh, uh, you know, uh, what an ideal uh, financial plan should be. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, most of the things were already thought out and uh, it uh, it made, it was kind of a no-brainer for me after that. Mm -hmm. Quite interesting. So, uh, like, you know, like both of you shared, you this is not your first venture. You've been out there and you have uh, 
created uh, companies based on the ideas you had then, which has worked and uh, Vivek had, has sold off his initial ventures. And for you, Abhishek, like, you know, because of the pandemic, you had to uh, shut it down. So uh, when it came to Gold Teller, was, it, was there any kind of an exercise or a homework uh, that was done to uh, make sure that this one is a complete success, no matter what kind of situations come in the future? Or uh, did you have any kind of a mentor uh, when when you were uh, you know moving this uh, idea into execution, those questions for me. Both of you can answer. I mean, I'm pretty okay. sure both of you would have a different <laughs> way of handling the thing. So. Yeah, in terms of success, Vandana, the thing is that I mean, my strong um, belief is yeah, yeah, Veronica. So what I was uh, saying is, in terms of success, my strong belief is over the next five ten years, uh, you know, fintech, wealth tech are going to be really, really big. Uh, and, uh, you know, there are a lot of reasons, uh, structural reasons, regulatory reasons, which will catalyze this entire uh, success of, uh, you know, fintech platforms like ours. And uh, which is why for us, I think the question only is to see that we offer a very good product to the user, something which has not been built before. Uh, secondly, you know, ensure that we last long enough you know to witness our product being a success as a lot of things like digitization and as i said earlier certain regulations that are ongoing will help uh, you know uh, you know us get a lot of users mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's true so uh, like you said you know it is it is like one of one of the kind the product in the market so uh, when you rolled out the product in the market what kind of techniques or strategies did you use uh, you know uh, to get the initial customer base for goldteller was it that because you were already you are already into wealth management banking so did you have uh, you know kind of a customer base ready before the product rolled out or there were some other kind of uh, strategies that you No, used? Veronica, no, not really. So the thing is, we are right now in a phase where we are having a few set of users, but uh, we are constantly evolving the product. Right. And right now, it is only through an invite that you can access this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, both me and Abhishek have been catering to fairly large families, family offices on the wealth side. So that has... Apart from the intelligence that we get into the product, I don't think that really helps us get multiple users. So we've got a multi-pronged strategy to get users or access people. We are a largely bootstrap startup. We've got some very marquee names on our uh, cap table, but uh, in terms of monetary uh, situation, we are fairly bootstrapped. And uh, that's why for us, Right now, we are not spending too much time, time or money on marketing spend. Mm -hmm. And uh, the current strategy is largely word of mouth and okay. B2B2C. So what we've done is we have tied up with a few corporates right now, their HRs, where they help us, you know, put our message across to their employees. And that is one. Second is we've also tied up with a couple of companies which are now pivoting their earlier financial planning businesses, you know, due to issues of uh, tech-led businesses like ours eating into their share. Mm -hmm. So on a revenue share basis, a lot of those, not a lot right now, it's only a few of them, very few of them uh, who are uh, willing to, and we have entered into contracts with them to get their users onto Gold Teller in a revenue sharing arrangement. So these are the few, you know, ways that we are trying to, you know, get users and as i said apart from these two things uh, which is hrs uh, largely if you classify into one single bucket b2 b2c mm -hmm. and second is b2c we're largely doing word of mouth and uh, uh, hoping that succeeds and gets us to a certain minimum you know scale mm -hmm. so so a person like me who would like to uh, view the product and see whether it works for me so i need to have uh, an invite from gold teller that is right yes all right all right that's lovely so um now because few of the uh like you said you do have a uh, customer base right now and god willing it would be increasing at a quite a fast rate because i believe if it is one of the kind then it is here to stay for sure but uh you know 
always there is always a first right you know even if you have multiple ventures in those multiple ventures also you have your first aha moment when you know that you know your product has arrived or you have created something which is so damn valuable that you know people would get attracted automatically so did you have any kind of a moment with the uh, gold teller honestly you know we are so early in the stage the aha moment came but not with the product but with the mm-hmm. team coming in so early this year we had abhishek join us we had a lot of people so from a team of let's say four people we moved mm-hmm. to 13 without wow. being very well funded etc so i think that was my aha moment because my belief is if we have a good team you know whether you know whatever be the product i think that eventually will succeed it's a matter Correct. of time that's true that is true so abhishek any aha moment for you so you know we uh, have been uh, you know giving the access of this product to users and mm-hmm. uh, in my interaction with few friends and family who we whom we gave access to i think uh, at times you know uh, i always realized that the feedback was always positive but uh, uh, in fact uh, the kind of feedback which we received i was quite surprised as well on that count because uh, nobody said that they did not like what we are doing in fact everybody expressed that there is a need for such a product mm-hmm. and people were quite surprised by the comprehensiveness of the product and that's uh, when we are doing the uh, close user group testing sometime back and mm-hmm. the product which we uh will go public with in terms of live you know right now it's on invite only basis but when it goes public in terms of uh, open access by that time the comprehensiveness of the product will be even higher and people will see clear cut values in three different buckets which you know uh, vivek also highlighted earlier uh your investments your lifestyle in terms of you know all your goals etc and plus uh, security of the family and the future of the family so these three buckets and around that the entire product has been designed and i think the aha moment was right from the time the feedback started pouring in till the time we mm-hmm. finally arrived at you know this is the right way to proceed in terms of bucketing our offerings once the user logs into the platform oh that's lovely so now that we are talking about gold teller and how you know how how people are liking it uh, when they when they are becoming uh, the customers or the people who are using it So let's talk about Gold Teller more. So in this segment, now we are going to talk about your baby, the product. So if you could share with our listeners, you know, what Gold Teller is all about, what kind of technology it uses, and what are the specifications, then our listeners would be a little bit. We'll get a fair amount of idea of what it is all about. Yes, uh, yeah, Veronica. So yeah, thanks for asking this question. This is an extension of the previous question you asked, but right. Uh, in terms of technology, the idea behind this is to have. something of a machine learning stroke artificial intelligence platform which helps users get answers to any financial decision of their lives as i told you whether it's their financial security for their family whether it's any financial decision that they got to take at the stroke of midnight uh, or maybe uh, ensure that their investments are performing well so any of these decisions can be taken without anybody's uh, help or advice which typically is you know peppered with some kind of bias and uh, secondly it could be any time and anywhere so 24 your 24 financial planning advisor any time anywhere is what you know typically we stand for uh, mm-hmm. completely free of all biases and uh, the idea is to make it so exhaustive that users do not feel the need for any human advisor at all across their and their uh, you know families life spans right so uh, since um, because it's ai and machine learning so it's the all the decisions are made based on the data that uh, it is uh, getting and like you said it's quite extensive so you don't need any kind of a human intervention you can automatically just view and decide on what you want to do So, how easy is it for somebody like me? I'll, I'll, I'll make a confession here. <laughs> I am very bad with finance and investments or any kind of a thing is probably taken. I've given that headache to my husband, frankly speaking. Okay. But in other words, hired him <laughs> okay. to take care of the money because I'm extremely bad at it. So, for somebody like me, would this, uh, like you know, would gold teller would be the answer for the pain that I have in my life when it came comes to finance handling? 
Yes, yes, I am very confident it will be. Uh, to answer your first question in terms of how easy it is, to be very mm-hmm. honest with you, it is not very easy, especially the first time that you come on board. But mm-hmm. uh, the effort is one time and there also we've got a premium and a super premium offering where it will be an assisted model initially for you to upload the data. And once that happens, I think it is very, very simple and easy. The system will keep tracking your investments and ensure that any event that impacts your investments, you're alerted with a proper notification. And, uh, you know, you need not see any media, you know, you need not go to any media house, see news and get worried about whether how this impacts my investments, my goals, my family security. Uh, Gold Teller will do all of that for you. The only effort that you got to take is spend possibly a few minutes, maybe mm-hmm. you know, closer to half an hour initially, which also you have the option of having an assisted journey to upload all your uh, information. And which also, let me tell you, last week, uh, there was a pretty large uh, kickoff of this regulation called the Account Aggregator Ecosystem, you know, kicked off by Nandan Nilikini, which is going live uh, in the coming weeks. And uh, once that ecosystem gets evolved completely, I think uh, fetching your data across all your asset class will happen at the click of just a few buttons. Mm -hmm. So that's something which will be a big, big game changer for us and for the user also. True. Very true. So like, you know, like you said, now uh, people would be uh, putting in their uh, information that would be mostly financial and other other aspects. So I'm pretty sure security is one of the main yep. concern uh, which people might have towards Gold Teller. So how how is Gold Teller addressing that area? Yes. So this is in a dual way that we are doing this. One is uh, we are a registered SEBI investment advisor. So we've got certain rules and regulations that we are bound with in terms of data access, you know, data privacy, et cetera. Second is, you know, none of our data is something where there can be any siphoning of money. So we do not ask users for their credit card data, neither do we store it, neither we ask for any passwords. The only thing that we ask for is information. And that also when we store it, it will be stored typically in a non-identifiable format in terms of the analytics that we do. And apart from a couple of people on the tech side, no other person across our system gets access to that data. Thirdly, in terms of controls and security measures, we have with us on our uh, consultant uh, board, uh, someone who is India's best known white hat hacker called, uh, he's known as Anand Prakash. And Mm -hmm. uh, he's also a good friend of mine. So he is uh, helping us set up all our security practices to the extent that he is willing to take the onus of the blame in case of anything, any mishap happening on the security side. So, you know, from all angles, we have fairly, you know, all our data, of course, is stored on the cloud on Amazon, again, which is very common nowadays, but, uh, you know, all these aspects put together, I think, uh, we are much, much better placed than a lot of our peers or even our larger uh, peers, if I may want to take that liberty of, uh, you know, that immodesty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you think that security and the kind of way you're making sure, you know, the data is uh, because uh, whatever uh, things that you've shared with us, may, it gives me a kind of a confidence that, you know, you're taking care of the fact that my data doesn't get misused uh, in any format. So do you think that that is like kind of a USP for of Gold Teller to have a system that is so robust where the data is absolutely unhackable kind of a thing? Yes, yes, absolutely. I think, see, unhackable is something which is, I think, uh, pretty difficult to comment on. But yeah. uh, I think... Uh, we have made things very, very difficult uh, for people. And uh, I think, uh, you know, visibly, we are trying to cover most of mm-hmm. the security aspects. As I said, much more, we have spent much more on security than most of, uh, even firms 10 times our size mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. And uh, from a user's perspective also on our homepage and every single page, 
of the uh, goal teller's journey that a user has there is a page or a link mm-hmm. to our security practices because we fully understand uh, the fact that security is something which is a big concern for everyone right that is right so um, like uh, you know there is uh, there is always a way like you know like there are a lot of uh, technologies and all coming up and slowly initially ai machine learning was never into the picture uh, when when uh, especially when i was working in a software um, ai learning and machine was never <laughs> something that i had heard and now it is there and everybody right. is trying to get on to it and slowly the technology it's not that something that we hear after 6 7 months that you know okay there is there is a change or there is something new coming up or something it's it's changing quite rapidly with new features coming in so how how are you making sure that you know goal teller is in sync with all those changes and implementing uh, that through the technology that you're using yeah yeah veronica so in this i think uh, the fact of the matter is we feel uh, at this stage that we are in we are fairly you know up there in terms of uh, the tech side you know fairly mm-hmm. old and possibly uh, you know in the top most quartile of most of our peers whether it's domestically or even globally you know if you speak about now in terms of uh, you know how we keep abreast with all the developments that are happening i think it's a matter of uh, the subject being very close to our heart and uh, you know apart from the fact that we've got great minds who are consultants with us uh, mm-hmm. in this journey whether it's someone like anand prakash on the security side whether it's our investors who are there you know so as you might be aware we've got investors stroke mentors like of uh, zeroda zeroda's right. uh, you know a private uh, funding arm called rain matter which has fund which has invested into gold teller we've got kunal shah we've got uh, dr ranjan pai we've got raghu so a lot of these guys are you know techies we've mm-hmm. uh, we've got some other consultants also who are there so you know these guys you know help us stay abreast with all the new technologies in case if we were to miss someone you know we keep we have uh, resources within gold teller who who every day spend couple of hours just doing you know assessment of you know competition analytics or analytics you know globally in terms of uh, you know what's happening around and you know give us a status so i think i am fairly and then thirdly and most importantly i think uh, fintech or wealth wealth tech especially the technology comes you know the technology upgradation comes from the intelligence that we feed into the product at the end of the day and mm-hmm. uh, our idea is to keep building that and make it more and more robust which mm-hmm. i think uh, most of our peers are not doing and most of the funding is also not going into that space so right now if you see uh, most of the private equity or vc funding goes into execution platforms on the fintech or the wealth tech side but uh, we are focusing more on the advisory side and i don't know fortunately or unfortunately we don't have you know many peers on that uh, front mhm mhm so uh, like you know whenever you go to an interview they always say you how do you see yourself 5 years or 10 years down the line so how do you see gold teller in the coming future when it comes to fintech and wealth tech i sense that uh, at least the vision that you know uh, you know me and abhishek have is that gold teller should be the harbinger of you know the advisory platforms mm-hmm. domestically and as i said even globally at some point of time you know we intend to make this a global product as well uh, so that's how we you know we want this name to be uh, you know synonymous with uh, automated advisory in the next 3 uh, to 5 years time wow oh and let me bang the wood touch wood for that yeah thank you and <laughs> and so since we are on 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 growth of goal teller let's move on to our next segment because with growth comes employment right employment opportunities and you need to build up the muscle uh, to make sure that you know you're taking the product in the right direction so um do you see any kind like you know what kind of employment trend do you see especially in a startup industry uh, you know when you're trying to hire uh, people who can scale uh, your product to a level that you want to uh, so i think uh, 
know, compared to my earlier startup, Altior, I think one massive change that I've seen is the taboo around startups has reduced considerably, but it's still there. You know, a lot of people, when, you know, I take interviews still say that, no, I mean, we like it, but our parents are still a little apprehensive about us right. starting, you know, in, you know, getting into a startup. But the good thing is that percentage of people is reducing substantially. And uh, we're getting very, 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 you know, high quality talent who are getting into startups. In fact, right now is the other way around. I think people want to be associated with uh, a startup. The only thing, of course, is that the whole perception that startups pay lesser, I think, is very flawed. You know, mm-hmm. I think startups pay almost as much as a large company does, possibly more, because the stock options that uh, the team has is far higher. You know, you would be surprised to know that at Goldteller, we've got north of 40%, uh, which is with the team, apart from my own shareholding. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that would be amongst very, very few startups across the country, which has such a high team ownership. So I, I guess that would be something like an attractive incentive to get the right talent. into. Yes, absolutely. Club. Absolutely. And I think uh, uh, that that helps us a lot having people also vested in the firm. That's true. And I completely agree with you that, you know, the mindset, especially for people who are looking for jobs is uh, a little bit changing because uh, I I passed out in 2004 and that particular point of time, it was like by hook or by crook, you should get into a MNC, which is rated quite high because if you get a good brand, then you are set for life. That's the kind, yes, kind of absolutely. Thing, thing even parents used to tell us, you know, okay, you're going to pass out. Like if you're a software engineer, try to get into TCS or Infosys you know, companies like that, and, you know, you will be set, then, you know, people will take you in no matter, no matter what. I think now it is more of the quality of the job, which probably uh, people are looking at. And I'm not talking about younger talent. I'm talking about people across uh, the experience level. So it doesn't matter from where you are, but I think they're looking at the job quality now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And startups, I think, is giving that kind of a platform where they can learn, uh, implement, and you know, experience the kind of growth that probably uh, maybe MNCs are not able to give them out. Yeah, 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 completely, completely. Yeah, but uh, but then with this kind of a thing, an attitude matters, right? You should have the right attitude to wear a lot of hats when it comes to startup because I think that is the challenge which every employee or associate uh, working in the startup would face because a sense of ownership needs to be there. So how do you address that with uh, within Goldteller? Yeah, so I'll take this question first, but maybe Abhishek can also chime in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think attitude, you know, is possibly the only thing that I personally look at while hiring anyone. Everything else is secondary, you know. Attitude, attitude, and attitude, especially for a startup. There is nothing else, you know. I have taken on people who were not even required in terms of a role perspective, but with the right attitude, you know, they have possibly been some of the best contributors. And uh, in a startup, I think more than skill, I think, uh, I don't think I'm sure that uh, (laughs) the attitude is what matters. And uh, in my previous and this startup also, you know, this has been fairly demonstrated that uh, people have to take ownership of their own functions, have a go-getter attitude. Right. I mean, it sounds very cliched, but uh, in a startup, the fact is that if there is something which is assigned to you, you know, get it done, speak to five people, 10 people within the team, mm-hmm. you know, internal stakeholders, outside, external stakeholders, and ensure that the work is done. You know, nobody can sit on their laurels and uh, expect the fact that they pass on their you know, they cannot uh, palm off their work to someone else and feel right. that we are uh, done with it. So so that's how I have personally seen and it has helped us uh, tremendously in getting the attitude that we have at Goldteller right now and the team that we've got right now. So maybe Abhishek can also, you know, chime in with his experience here. Yes, I think Vivek, I 
completely agree with you on this part. Uh, attitude beyond a point matters the most. Uh, everything else can be learned on the job. And I think few of the highest that we did kind of proved that they had hardly any coding experience and we bet on them purely on the basis of attitude and uh, their willingness to try and uh, learn new things. And that kind of paid out really, really well. True, because skills you can learn, right? I mean, it will keep changing. One needs to learn, but attitude is something that you have to come with on your own. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, that's great. So um, while you're hiring, you know, normally uh, when I when I talk, talk with youngsters and all what they say is, you know, uh, going forward, probably uh, six, seven or five years. I mean, they have their own uh, defined timeline but we want to start something on our own. So we want to get into a startup so that we understand how uh, the business is conducted and get a fair idea of how we can do it as well. So when you have employees with such kind of a mindset, like an entrepreneurial mindset who's coming into Gold Teller, do you think that will help Gold Teller uh, scale because they have their own mind and their own voice to say, okay, this is the idea, this is how we need to do, or do you think it will hurt the business because eventually they're going to leave and start something on their own. I think it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword, <laughs> uh, you know, but you got to live with it. I mean, uh, the good thing is, I think it has more benefits than, you know, negatives, uh, mm -hmm. personally, if you ask me, because what happens is it helps us also live on the edge every day because we cannot rest on our laurels thinking that this guy is going to be there forever. Right. You never know the next morning you get up and who's not there with you in this journey. So that's, you know, kind of, uh, you got to keep the system very agile, you know, very less dependent on anyone. And the good mm -hmm. thing is, you know, people also treat it like, uh, you know, you don't know what the next day, you know, gets along with it. So mm -hmm. it's a very, very challenging and very interesting, uh, you know, journey that uh, everyone faces. As I said, uh, on your question, that, uh, you know, people have their mind, own minds, but that's what we need. You know, we've got people in startups, people need to take decisions on their own. You know, there is no hierarchy. And in fact, we really despise people who have to, who cannot take decisions or who cannot, you know, get the work done. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you ask me, all in all, you know, that is a positive thing rather than a negative thing. True. To uh, completely agree with, but but the thing is that I'm really glad that you were frank by saying that it is a double sword because uh, two sides. Because obviously, in one way or the other, sometimes it might and sometimes it won't. It depends upon what kind of a situation you are in when something like that happens. So, um, uh, you know, with the pandemic and everything going on, work from home uh, kind of a thing. Like everybody is working in their own uh, isolated rooms with absolutely no peers to look left and right and have a small chit chat and then get back to work. So how are you maintaining the morale of your uh, team here and making sure that they are, you know, in that uh, positive mindset and uh, giving you the result that you really want? Yeah, I personally have not seen too much of a dip in output. In fact, mm -hmm. uh, in fact, you'll be surprised to know that know that all in all we've had a much higher productivity while working from home in fact uh, some of us have never met each other because uh, gold teller was seated during the lockdown and right. uh, so we've got uh, a physical office set up right now but we have not enforced uh, you know coming to office it's fairly optional right now and uh, in terms of motivation i think the fact that we are regularly in touch with everyone, we've got team meetings, you know, we get, we have facial team meetings, uh, you know, we, we speak non-business things also mm -hmm. while, you know, chatting. In fact, we've, we, uh, from time to time also have evenings where, you know, all of us join in, you know, someone, whether, you know, someone wants to join in with a drink, whether it's in, uh, <laughs> You know, whatever drink they prefer <laughs> and then we we have those kind of sessions so we we i think beyond a point of time we have realized that uh, though though it is important and which right. is why we finally have uh, you know taken the decision to open our office and ensure that at least once a week we see mm -hmm. each other in person i think which is something which cannot be paralleled but uh, you know apart from that 
we've thankfully not uh, had any negative from this. Again, Abhishek, mm-hmm. uh, your views on this would be helpful to understand. I think, uh, you know, the proof of the pudding is in the eating and we developed the entire product uh, working remotely. And as you said, most of us have not even met. Right. While the other important part is that uh, we also give the uh, all the team members quite a lot of flexibility in terms of, uh, you know, when to work, how to work. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually uh, things are not dictated. It's just that the, you know, people are evaluated against the output. Correct. So it gives them an immense amount of uh, flexibility. You know, we have colleagues who at times or quite often pull out all-nighters and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they just complete the work and they are unavailable for the entire day. That's fine, right? You have to give the flexibility to the people. And I think some of these flexibilities are not available actually when people go out to uh, oh, very offices. true. Oh, very so, true. Very yeah, true. There are both the sides, you know. Uh, people are not seeing each other. So that's a challenge, I agree. Uh, I but, think the challenge uh, yes. challenge lies what Abhishek you said right now people are not able to see each other because because um, we all, all have worked in that office environment right so sitting on your desk and then just uh, just you know rotating towards left or right and just having a quick chat <laughs> then going back to where what we were and, doing and those yeah, chai and just, breaks basically where you can <laughs> sit right, and right. gossip and probably do whatever you want to. So those things, I think uh, that's that's where slowly, uh, but uh, but like you said, I mean, Gold Teller was uh, something which was conceptualized in 2018. So your basic work culture was remote, right? In 2020. 20. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. so okay. sorry for that. No, no worries. I think sometime 2000, middle of 2020 is when we started uh, with, uh, I think three of us started, you know, Gold Teller and then now we're a team of 14, 15 odd people. Wow, that's great. So since now we are on the lighter note, so let's get on to the last segment of our uh, interview. So if both of you can share, uh, what is the favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur with us? Yeah, For me, I think it is freedom. Freedom of time, freedom of action, and freedom of learning i think it, it's it's these three things and of course the last thing is seeing i think there is nothing that matches uh seeing uh, something that you have conceptualized and growing that into it, it's as i mean i know a lot of people say that it's a cliche but it's actually seeing your baby you know growing from the minute you know, from the woman to a large, you know, person. I think uh, that's 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 a lovely feeling that uh, one has. I think the feeling resonates with all the entrepreneurs that I've spoken with. Yeah. At the end of the end of the sentence, they've always compared their product to a baby, like parenting it and uh, you know, seeing it grow is a high that they have uh, got uh, during the journey. Yeah, and- absolutely, and yeah. Abhishek, I think Abhishek can also right. chime so, in here. Because, uh, yeah. I think I agree with you that the freedom part is important as well as, you know, that uh, the success we see and the, in the failures we experience, all of those are important. And, uh, you know, working in uh, larger organizations in the past, you know, beyond a point, uh, you know, I've always felt that uh, after a point in time, it is a repetitive thing which we're doing, you know, in a way, a defined schedule, a defined type of work. You know, uh, and uh, and as organizations grow, that is always going to be the case. And uh, startup, you know, in a way, uh, gives the freedom of thinking and planning out things and doing it in a way, uh, you know, you feel it is right. And obviously, you have your failures, you have your successes. And that is where I think the fun is. That is true. That is very true. So, um, like, you know, like you said, uh, startups, uh, they come with their own up and ups and downs, right? sometimes you're a real high sometimes it's extremely low because because of the challenges that you're facing to get that product uh, out there so do you anytime feel that there is you are burnt out or you know you feel worked up and you are not able to focus and that's the time you want to take a break so how how do you manage situations like that i think that's where a co-founder comes into place uh, veronica i think i must be very thankful to abhishek for 
you know joining us and uh, it gives me a lot of uh, comfort and uh, you know freedom at times to think of the fact that in case if there is any time i need to take a break or i am forced to take a break i think i've got someone who can uh, you know take up the mantle and uh, you know either ways you know even if it's a small thing i think uh, works both ways so i i, I think uh, yes it's a lonely journey but you got a good team with you i think uh, it doesn't feel that way i mean thankfully at goldteller we've got a great team where a lot of people treat themselves as uh, co-founders in fact none of us on our linkedin mention ourselves as co-founder or something you know the the everyone who is part of the first 10 people who've joined are all part of the founding team so uh, that way we have, i i can say i have been personally blessed to get abhishek and a lot of others uh, yeah so abhishek can also answer from his side so i think uh, you know there are phases where you feel uh, you know uh, how it is going how will it is how it will proceed but eventually what i've seen is we discuss it out uh, between ourselves you know with the entire team plan out the way and move on right and uh, yeah and you know personally i have uh, my own uh, ways of de-stressing i like uh, playing a few game of poker and a few games of poker so i have a group of friends you know weekly we try and see if we can do it once but of late of course due to pandemic that's not been happening but yeah we figure out ways to de-stress and uh, i think the bigger part is as wake mentioned talking to each other and uh, discussing the challenges we are facing and we eventually come out with options and solutions that's lovely like abhishek you said you love playing the game of poker so something that really popped up in my head right now so what are the hobbies that you guys pursue other than goldteller so uh, you know I, I, i so for me uh, the hobbies have been number one uh, I, i mentioned poker i also like to watch uh, or follow football uh, the most of the uh, football around the premier league and uh, la liga a uh, little bit of cricket here and then uh, not always but uh, you know the in the pan- in the last two years you know uh, since the lockdown watching of cricket has increased and uh, at times binge watching binge watching of series uh, you know there are a lot of enough uh, thrillers and uh, comic series around and uh, Uh, the binge watching at times is a uh, good fun yeah so for me i think the hobbies are largely playing tennis i think uh, it's a it's a daily affair so that helps me de-stress big time and also helps me maximize my productivity also uh, that little break and uh, yeah apart from that the usual ones but tennis is the you know the large aspect which kept, keeps me going <laughs> that's that's lovely so uh, to end uh, our interview if there are uh, any kind of advices that you want to give to the aspiring entrepreneurs who are looking forward to you know start uh, their ventures through the ideas they have got that would be great yeah i think from my side i think uh, one is i think people should have confidence and take the plunge you know a lot of times people i speak to my friends etc they want lot of answers to all their questions which is not possible you know you won't get answers to questions any time in fact most successful startups you see they have evolved with time none of the startups or the founders start and end with the idea they had initially the the actual product is very different from the idea that the person starts with it's it's never the same you can you can pick any startup and figuring uh figure that out so it's important to take the jump but before taking the jump i think uh individuals should think about having a fair amount of runway in terms of their living expenses especially if they have dependents uh, with them they should ensure they've got at least if not uh, you know personally as a conservative person at least a couple of years of lifestyle expenses with them so that they don't have to worry you know with uh, where the next bread uh, will come from and also helps them uh, being more successful you know as jeff bezos also says that you know if you're there with a five year vision the chances of success you know becomes much much more manifold because 99% of your competition goes off because they are not there with a five year vision so you know that's that's about it 
Uh, Vishek, would you like to add something to that and uh, share something with our listeners, you know, according to what your journey is, what kind of advices you would like to give them? No, I, I, so I've been in this uh, since, uh, you know, in a startup journey since 2018. I tried something back in 2005. And, you know, quite a few friends often ask me that, uh, you know, how do you, uh, you know, get the courage of uh, living a well-paying job and uh, starting a startup where the certainty of, you know, cash flows, income are not there for quite a long time. And my answer has always been that, you know, if you feel you want to do it, take a plunge beyond a point, you can't do too much of, uh, you know, what if, what then, how will, and so many things, right? There will always be questions, but unless you take the plunge and start doing it, you'll not know whether it is going to happen or not. And life is long, honestly. You know, even if, uh, you know, it fails, you know, start with something else. Uh, It's a 40-year-old career for most of, uh, you know, most of us. And uh, we have enough things to do. So there's no harm in uh, taking the plunge and trying something out. I can't agree uh, more with you guys when it comes to taking the plunge because hadn't I started and I would have thought more. Uh, Podcasting is something that wouldn't have happened to me because then I would have started questioning my skills. So I definitely agree with that. So on that note, thank you, Abhishek and Vivek for uh, being a part of Insider's Talk and giving your insights on uh, Gold Teller and sharing with us your journey as well as uh, the journey of Gold Teller. Thank you so much, Veronica. And I also hope to see Insider's Talk you know, fly and uh, over the next few months. And happy to be one of the early visitors here. Uh, thank you so much for having us here. Yeah, thank you, Veronica. So that's all from me today. I hope you enjoyed the interview and had some valuable lessons to take in with you and the stories inspired you and you found it interesting. I would be coming with more new stories in the coming week. Every week, every Monday, you will get to hear from me from a new entrepreneur, their stories about their brands, about their insights on employment and few tips and tricks to get into entrepreneurship. Stay tuned. Stay safe and enjoy your life.